This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to a spooky version of Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, and we're all jacked up for Halloween a little bit, I guess. We had some Halloween action happening. We got some World Series action going on, coming to town. Going to be busy, busy, busy downtown next week. I think starting Monday. Got three days in a row, busy. So lots happening out there. So you're going to be out driving around. You need to be paying attention to what's happening out there today and every single day when you're out on the road. So as usual, we're here. I'm here every single Saturday to help you with your car, whatever that may be, navigating a sale of the car, a purchase of a car. Um, you know, maybe you want to talk about you got in a wreck and, you know, what's the real value of my car? I'm helping somebody navigate that right now or the insurance company isn't wanting to pay them what we think is the the fair value. Or, you know, maybe I went in for that uh, recall. There's a big giant list of repairs that, that stemmed from an oil change or something like that. Or maybe you're the owner of that luxury car that used to trade one in every three or four years, but... Things are a little bit different out there right now, and you decided to keep that car, and you're into this maintenance zone, if you will, that you've never had because you've never owned a car with more than 50,000 miles on it. We're seeing some of that. So anything you want to talk about related to your car, the topic is yours. I'm just here to help facilitate it, give some answers the best we can, give you some guidance. Most of all, we want to help you have a good experience at the repair shops. That's the the main idea, whether you're using a bumper-to-bumper Radio.com affiliated repair shop, the one that I endorse, or my shop or any shop for that matter. It's all about having a good transaction and a good experience. So 602-277-5827 is 602-277-KTAR. Uh, a couple things. Talked about a lot of driving around. I got a couple pet peeves. You know, maybe I'm getting grumpy. <laughs> grumpy in my old age or just have my things. But uh, I take the kids to school most mornings. My wife and I alternate depending on her schedule and such. But, guys, 15 miles an hour in the school zone is 15 miles an hour. It's not 17. It's not 18. It's 15 miles an hour. And there's no passing. You're not supposed to pass. Every day I go down 36th Street in Thunderbird area, and every day there's some clown goes blown through the 15-mile-an-hour zone. They're in too much of a hurry. Slow down. That's my one pet peeve. Got Halloween coming up. There's going to be some kid dots getting dark earlier. Uh, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of trunk-or-treat happening, so maybe I don't know that there'll be trick-or-treaters out Saturday night or anything, but uh, definitely I guess it's I think Tuesday night's Halloween, right, Carrie? <laughs> yes, sir, it is. You couldn't hear him nod his head. He was no, quick yeah, exactly. the button yeah, yeah. over there. He's, You're right. Keep an eye out for kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah especially because, like, I mean, we're getting to the point now where we go to work when it's dark, yes. and we're almost getting home when it's dark. Right. So 540 is sunset. So, yeah. yeah, and these kids are these kids are, are out. So um, another little thing in traffic, I see it all the time at my shop. When I'm over sure. at Import Car Specialist on Indian School, I mean, we're right there. 17th Street, 16th Street, and Indian School. The shop is literally 
almost on Indian School because over the years they've widened it and encroached to closer to our building. But that's not the point. The bigger point is the fire station is just to the east of us on the other side of the freeway on 22nd Street. And if you're, a, uh, I guess, a captain or an engineer, I'll tell you, a fire truck driver, <laughs> you can call in anonymously if you want to. But I'm curious. I'd like to maybe get a public information officer on in here someday to talk. I hear it because it's so noisy. That fire truck is laying on the horn. And I look outside, and these people are clueless you have got to move to the right when there is a fire truck or a police car behind you get out of the way move to the right now i don't profess to know the law i you know i passed it on my driving test uh i don't know 30 something years ago whatever that whatever that was but i know you move over i'm not sure if you're actually supposed to stop or 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 come to a complete stop but stopping in the middle of the road is not the preferred not way to do it no, what yeah. you do i watched this fire truck the other day they just stayed right behind the person and i mean they were laying on that horn and finally the man or woman or her new driver maybe figured out that maybe i should get the hell out of the way which is move to the right. So if you've got a tip about that, maybe we'll, you could give us a call and let us know, 602-277-5827. And then, um, you know, last week was the uh, National Move Over Week, or last weekend. I missed it a little bit. And um, what that is, is there's a law in Arizona. And again, I don't, I don't know the exact law. I just know the generalization of it. If there is a car broken down on the side of the road with their flashing lights on, it is a law that you move over or slow down. Move over or slow down. Tow truck drivers get killed. Public safety officers, you know, DPS officers get hit by cars, police cars, fire trucks. It's dangerous to be out on the freeway. And... You, as a driver, obligated move over. Give those people some space. I mean, tow truck drivers, sometimes they got to be crawling underneath a car to hook up a chain. You know, it's, it's stressful out there. I used to do it. So the idea, get over, get out of the way, slow down. Maybe even what I do a lot of times, I slow down and put my turn signal on. Almost as a way to get the traffic behind me, slow down a little bit. And almost it's the symbol to the to the guy or the gal that's on the side of the road that looks up like, okay, it's just that subliminal message that he's got his turn signal on. Maybe he's acknowledging that I'm here. So that's one of the, one of the things that I do. Um, and I'm guilty of going five miles an hour over the speed limit most of the time, but I think people need to slow down a little bit. Well, so. you see somewhere in construction zones that finds double, uh-huh. and there's a reason. That. It's so dangerous. You, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Big time. Big time. It can it can be dangerous. So I guess that's my lecture about driving today. And again, I'm not the one. I'm not the, the if we put a camera in my truck, I'm probably not guilty of getting in the way of the fire truck or running the red light or doing anything like that. I tend to tend to, you know, be a few miles an hour over, do a lot of driving and depending on the car, man. I drove my wife's car the other night to a concert going down the freeway and I thought, oh my God. I better slow down. I didn't even realize it. It's just so smooth. We got the music cranking. My buddy Pascal and I go on the concert. Next thing you know, I'm like, that's a speeding ticket right there. So, and, and you just don't know it sometimes. So it's just, just all about the awareness. I'm not used to driving that uh, 
that nice, smooth car I'm used to driving my truck with 200,000 miles on it. So that's my uh, speech for the day. But anything to do with your car, you can give us a call. We've got Tommy, we've got Don, we've got Robert, and plenty of open lines, 602-277-5827 and texting 411-923. We'll be right back. This is Mac, Mac's Complete Auto Repair in Chandler. Family owned and operated, we've been steering you right with honest, reliable, and trustworthy service since day one. With an AC certified technicians under the hood, your vehicle is in the hands of experts. Plus, our work comes with an unbeatable three years or 50,000 mile warranty. With a commitment to 100% customer satisfaction, we're not just fixing cars, we're building trust. Check us out online at macsautorepairs.com. I own a rare 1936 Rolls-Royce Phantom 3 that's been in my family for years. Needless to say, it's precious to me. When I decided to get it professionally detailed, I checked out all the reviews and gave Scott Drummond at Showcase Mobile Detailing a call. Their mobile service is super convenient. They're always on time and bring their own sterilized water for interior and exterior detailing. They even do engine cleaning. I'm Jeff, and I now use Showcase for all my family's vehicles. Check them out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com. Did you buy a lemon? If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at HammerLemonLaw.com. That's HammerLemonLaw.com. Hey, guys. Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. It's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm Matt Allen, your host, here with you every single Saturday to help you with your car, whatever that may be. So, we talked a little bit about slowing down in traffic. We got the Super, super Bowl, duh. We got the World Series in town, a lot going on. Halloween, just can't emphasize enough. Be careful with the kiddos on, uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, especially coming home from the game or, or whatever you're doing. so. But we're here to help you with your car. So Tommy, Don, and Robert have called in. Plenty of open lines at 602-277-5827. And if you like to text, 411-923. And maybe we'll talk a little bit later about effective complaining. When something doesn't go right at the repair shop, you've got a question about that, how to handle it. So Tommy's up first. Tommy in Tempe. He's got a Hyundai. How can we help you with your Hyundai, Tommy? Hi, Matt. Thanks so much for taking me to car. I really appreciate your program. Um, we have a 2007 Hyundai Sonata four-door sedan. It's a GL. It's a all-original car with 43,000 miles on it. Um, the lowest mileage in the country, probably. Yeah. We have um, the our, our, our grandmother is the owner of the car, and 
we seldom drive it. And the tags expire in November, this coming month. Mm -hmm. And they gave us our renewal and our insurance uh, for starting November 1st, but we haven't received anything in the mail from the state of Arizona to renew our tags, and we're really concerned. She hasn't um, renewed her driver's license yet. It expired in July of this year, and we, you know, we didn't catch it. Is there a reason that we're not getting the, because um, she's not the only driver. We have, you know, sure. family comes to town, they drive it. Is there a reason we haven't gotten our, our tag uh, renewal emission thing in the mail yet? Well, I, you know, I really don't know. That That's a good question. I, I don't think that... Yeah, the, we're stuck. I, we have no way to find out. We're well, old school. No. We're not internet savvy. Okay, well, that... that you know, so there's a couple things I can give you some advice on, and and you just kind of knocked one of them off the edge because you're not say you're not internet savvy that you don't necessarily need to be, but I don't think yeah. there's any correlation between the expiration and non-renewal of the driver's license and the registration. So since it's due in November, you can yes, you can do the registration early. What I would suggest. What part of town are you in? I know you. Okay, Tempe. So I'm not familiar with the Tempe area because I just don't navigate that area a lot. But what I would consider doing, if you don't want to get on the Internet and do it, go to one of the off-site DMV things. Like a lot of the auto title loan places like that, they do all the registrations and so on and so forth. And what I would do is go to one of those places. Now, you pay a little bit more. There's a convenience fee of $25 or $30, depending on what you're doing. Alternatively, what you could do is go uh, to the DMV when they're open on Monday and wait there and just take you know, take uh, your current registration and say, I need to get my car registered and, and see what happens. Um, you know, sometimes I gave them my email address one time, so suddenly I get the stuff by email and I don't get it by the mail. But the other, if you want to go to a website, I believe it's called myazcar.com. That should help you navigate around to maybe potentially uh, do that online. But for you, the easy Yeah, we can't. We don't have the technicality to do anything online. We called the um, third-party vendor, and it's a voicemail. They refuse to answer the phone, and they say you have to schedule an appointment online to even come here to get your tags. And we're like thinking, what is going wrong with the world? Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you're getting hold stuck. of the wrong people. So I'll give a plug to the place that I use. I use PLS Check Cashing. There's one at 16th Street and Thomas on the corner. It's it's it, you might be you don't call you just go in take a registration and they're going to do one of two things they're going to just go ahead and register the car for you and pay a few extra bucks or they're going to say Tommy you need to go get an emissions test and if you need to get an emissions test no big deal go down ask them where the closest one is um, you know Tempe there's one over off 49th Street and uh, Washington or something like that I think. We use the one at 16th Street and Riverview, which is by University. So, um, but that's my advice, Tommy. Find and go to. Don't call. Go to an off-site or third-party DMV. And like I said, a lot of the check cashing places or auto title loan places will do that for you, and they'll be able to help you. They'll 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 walk you through that. And if you need to get an emissions test, you will you will pass the emissions test as long as 
the check engine light is not on. It's one thing to remember for you, Tommy, or anybody else out there. If your check engine light is on, your car will fail emissions instantly. They may not even test it. They'll just tell you, go. Um, the other thing that would make the car not pass the test is if the battery was recently disconnected or died or somebody cleared the code. So you can't can't have the light on, erase the code, and cheat and go back in. The car will have to go through a series of self-tests before you can run it through emissions and pass. So, Tommy, good luck with that. But, uh, again, third-party DMV, off-site, no phone calls, show up in person, and I'm, and I'm sure you'll be able to get, get it handled. So I appreciate the phone call, and hopefully that helped you and anybody else that uh, – might be in that situation and waiting for their tags to show up. So, Don in Mesa, 2014. I don't know what that is. JK, J- unlimited. <laughs> okay. I sometimes have my glasses on or off. You know, I got to pull them down over the nose to see what's going on in the on the screen here. But that's a Jeep, I'm assuming. What's going on with your Jeep? Well, nothing is going on per se other than it's my first modern Jeep. I've only owned a 1980 and a 1957 before. So you got some technology. And that's right. I don't like technology. Um, so I, I, it has the 3.6, which is a very popular engine for Chrysler, but it has a well-known top-end kicking problem with uh, one of the rocker you know, rollers or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing a lot of talk about replacing or upgrading the oil filter cooler holder, and I'm wondering if you have any knowledge or experience with that. Yes, on both of those. So the Jeep or that that engine, that Stellantis, which is that that engine's in a lot of Mercedes, that V6 space. Basic. Chargers, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. So they do have a problem with the, the rocker arm or the roller rocker. They go bad, um, and it'll start to get that tick, little tick, tick, tick noise occasionally. Um, and, and for everybody, that's just a there's a push rod that you know pushes on a it's a mechanical device. It's from a camshaft. It pushes up, and then it, it that's what causes the valve to open and close. I mean, this mechanical stuff is happening so fast, thousands of times. Per minute, really, I mean, thousands of revolutions and, 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 you know, however many times per revolution. So those do go bad. Um, I'm not sure if it's that engine or not, but they also have a problem with the valve springs breaking. So, uh, yeah, I haven't seen much of that. Yeah, so typically what we would do at our shop, if we identified on the V6 engine, let's call, you know, the left bank or the right bank, we would, yep. we would probably, if we're going to pull that valve cover, we would give you the option and say, we've identified one or two that's bad, but there's six of them here. We should just do all six since we have the cover off and replace them with new ones. So that's what I would do relating to that tappet or that rocker arm that's starting to make some noise, that that roller rocker. Right. Just take care of all of them on that one bank. And then, then and then you'll know next time maybe the valve cover will start to leak on the other side. Then use that opportunity maybe to uh, replace the other bank or bite the bullet and just do them all at once. Now, the oil cooler that you're talking about, I'm not familiar with necessarily any upgrade. But the, there's a oil cooler, 
And what that the way that's it's in the V of the engine. So if you have a V six right. engine, it's shaped like a V, and then that in v, the valley, and that V exactly is the valley. And what happens? It's the oil cooler. So they're using the engine coolant to cool the motor oil. So that oil filter housing that is also the pla a plastic or composite housing that also yeah. ho houses the oil filter, and they tend to warp or crack. And I'm not sure if there's an updated aluminum model on that one or not. There, there are there are aftermarket ones. Yes. Yeah, and, and I know. And that, it also converts it to a a regular filter as opposed to a drop in. Now I'm not familiar with that one, but there there could be that upgrade, and I know that these were on back order forever. We couldn't get them a while ago, and we were forced to use some of the aftermarket ones. So, right. you know, but I've never used an aftermarket one where you're talking about where it's not just aftermarket, but it seems like it's a comprehensive upgrade, if you will. And I, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't be so worried about doing that. I'm kind of interested in seeing that because we. Well, so so the upgrade is. So the way the, the factory one works is, from what I understand, is basically it doesn't hold the oil in the top end. And, it, uh, you know, a regular screw-in filter has a check valve in it that helps hold the oil in the top end. Mm -hmm. So that I, w I haven't spoken to anyone that knows direct knowledge. I've only read and seen about it. So that's what I was trying to get a, yeah. get a line on. Yeah, well, the cartridge filters and the way they're designed, they still, they're going to hold oil, even though the filter tends to be upside down. I mean, unless Chrysler yep. had a, I mean, that would be a major design flaw, I think, because that's across the board. We see those in Mercedes-Benz. We see them, see them everywhere, and, and they do fail occasionally, so... Um, but I'm all for the upgrade. If you can upgrade it and put a spin-on filter on there and, and maybe change it to an aluminum housing, because eventually even the composite ones that we replace will fail again. We just see these pattern failures, and there's more and more plastic and stuff on cars these days. We're going to take a quick break. Robert, you're going to be up next. Lots of open lines, 602-277-5827. Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurt's Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record. And I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurt's, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our customers. Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. What makes a legend? Dedication? Confidence? The will to win, even when you've won it all. Bernhard Langer, number one on the all-time list. Steve Stricker has won his third major of the year. This is Legacy. This is the Charles Schwab Cup Playoffs. It all comes down to the Charles Schwab Cup Championship, November 9th through 12th. Glenn at Goodworks Auto Repair here. For 19 years, we have served the East Valley at the 101 and Broadway in Tempe. We have 15 service bays to accommodate you, your car, truck, or hybrid with convenient drop-off and pickups. And we offer a five-year, 60,000-mile part and labor warranty on repairs, one of the best warranties in the state. But we don't just fix your car. We treat you like family. Experience old-fashioned service the way it should be. Visit our website at goodworksautorepair.com to book your appointment today. 
Hi, Spencer Doucet for H&I Automotive. H is for honesty and I is for integrity. It's the only option. We've built our business on those two principles since 2009. We're thankful to our customers and our employees for helping us grow. We appreciate the support and loyalty from the communities that we live in and love in which we are part. Two locations, same principle. Check us out on Main Street in Mesa or on Higley Road in Gilbert. For more information, go to hiautomotive.com. Breaking news is always first. Always first. On Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now. KTAR News Time is 11.30. I'm Troy Barrett. Well, just like our temperatures here in the Valley, price for a gallon of gas slowly coming down. And AAA says that the uh, statewide average now is sitting at $4.04. That is down 17 cents from a week ago as far as the statewide average is concerned. The Valley average is 4.13. I've seen it uh, into the threes in some spots around the Valley. And that Valley average from AAA is down 22 cents from last week and 88 cents cheaper than it was one month ago. It is time to check traffic now, live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's Tom Keeble. Thanks so much, Troy. We are pretty busy on the roadways out in Gilbert. We have a brand new water main break, Fry Road and Higley Road. This is causing some north-south uh, congestion there, and restrictions are in place. You're going to want to use... Uh, Wrecker Road as an alternative to Higley over in that section. Also, we have weekend closures eastbound Interstate 10 between the State Route 51 and the U.S. 60. That begins there at the Mini Stack. Traffic approaching the Mini Stack from the eastbound I-10 and the southbound 51 are both seeing delays. Currently in Mesa, we have another weekend closure, the U.S. 60 between Power Road and Greenfield Road. Those both should reopen at 5 a.m. on Monday for traffic. Tom Keeble, KTAR News. Thank you, Tom. KTAR weather for the Valley. Going to be a beautiful day today. Plenty of sunshine. A little bit of a breeze. 87, your forecast high for this afternoon. We're going to keep it clear. Keep those winds nice and light. Going to get a beautiful full moon this evening. 60 degrees, the overnight low heading into Sunday morning. Lots of sunshine tomorrow. We're going to pick up the wind just a little bit for Sunday. And our high is going to be right around 84. Next week, breezy to windy on Monday with 83 for a high. We'll stay in the 80s all next week. Right now, it's 77 in Gilbert. Weather is brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station ktar news rosie rosie on the house for every arizona homeowner's best friend on the house means home improvement and repair advice is free of charge when you listen to rosie helping arizona homeowners for over 30 years that's rosie on the house saturday mornings 8 till 11 on ktar news 92.3 fm and the ktar news app Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Fall is finally here and Bunker to Bunker celebrating with our Turkey Gobbler two-person scramble golf tournament. Presented by Shady Ray Sunglasses on Saturday, November 18th at the Victory Course at the Verado Golf Club. Mulligan proceeds benefit the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Arizona. 
Open to the public, it's good fun and a great value with breakfast, golf, competition holes, team prizes, our big raffle, and a bounce-back golf coupon, all for just $139. Space is limited, so sign up today at BunkerGolf.com. Hi, this is Jamison Hunter. I'm the East Valley Manager for Bulwark Pest Control here in the Valley. As a family-run company, we pride ourselves on taking care of our customers, and with an army of technicians running daily, our fleet vehicles rack up the miles and wear. So about four years ago, we got tired of the constant runaround and lack of follow-up from our previous fleet maintenance relationships. We were contacted by Lee Weatherby and his team at Accurate Automotive. The difference was night and day. They always communicate the status of our vehicles and get us back on the road safely and in a timely manner, which is crucial for our day-to-day operations. They even work seamlessly with our fleet leasing company. They treat us like family and above all else, they are impeccably honest. I now take my personal vehicle there as well. We've never been happier. If you're looking to make a change for the better for your company or your family, go check out Accurate Automotive at accurateautomotive.com today. Bumper to Bumper on Arizona's news station. Welcome back. Oops, all the buttons are on. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen. Didn't my head have my headphone volume turned up? I didn't know I was if anybody could hear me. So welcome back. And uh, again, we're here to help you every single Saturday with your car, whatever that may be. And remember, bumper to bumperradio.com is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You'll find great shops there that can help you. Guys in your neighborhood. And I mean, again, I say it all the time. These are people that you maybe see at your kids' little league or my kids aren't in Little League or youth sports anymore, but we're still at the grocery store. We're still at church. We're still at the community events, and, and that's the family that makes up Bumper to Bumper Radio, the group of shops. And one of those shops, we don't talk about a whole lot, over on the west side, 38th Street in Indian School area, Bob and Ellen Frisbee, and it's Larry Harker's Automotive. I think been around since 1967, 55 years in business. One location over there. So great shop. I know they do great work on diagnostics. I think Jeep and Chrysler is one of their very strong specialties. So if you're looking for a very well-established shop over on the west side, and what I can think of when I envision that area is like Grand Canyon University and such like that, if you're over there, that's a great place to uh, to find a location to get your car serviced and taken care of. I've been around a long time, very trustworthy, very, very good crew there at Larry Harker's. So got Walter, Janet, Robert's been on there for a long time, so he gets the award in a second. And uh, 602-277-5827 is 602-277-KTAR. I got a text message that says they don't mail out registration renewals anymore. So for, I think it was Robert earlier that was listening. Yeah, I think uh, maybe they're just not doing it. I mean, it's we're talking budget cuts, and, and they're doing things a little bit different, but I can't imagine that they wouldn't mail out unless you opted out of uh, of of service. So, again, if you have any problems with that, just go to the DMV or 25, 30 extra bucks. Just go to the off-site DMV. I'm telling you, you get on the phone, uh-uh, no good. It's a nightmare. So. Lots of open lines, 602-277-5827. And if you'd like to text, 411-923. Let's get Robert in Phoenix, see if we can get him handled on his 
2011 Caravan, 3.6. I think that's the same uh, same thing, same engine possibly that we were talking about in that Jeep a minute ago. Okay, what I've got is the uh, the car won't start. Mm-hmm. It cranks, but it won't uh, start. I have not checked the ignition coil to see if the spark plugs are getting juice. I have not uh, checked the fuel line to see if I've got gasoline pressure. Okay. Uh, I had a code of a P zero four two zero, which is either I think a uh, it's a catalyst uh, code. Nothing to do. Yeah, and I don't think that would stop it from cranking over. Nope. So my question would be, can I just undo the fuel line at the top of the engine, put my own little hand fuel pump on there to see if that's working, or do I put a fuel pump pressure tester on that line? and see if that works, and the same with the spark plug uh, at the ignition coil. Well you, well, you do none of those potentially because you said that the engine won't crank. So let's make sure we've got our... Nope, it our, does crank. Oh, it just won't start. Okay, so it's a crank, no start condition. So the engine's rotating. Okay, I want to clarify that first. Yes. So, yeah, we need spark... We need fuel, and we need compression. You probably have compression because the engine was running at some point. Correct. Your P0420 is a catalyst efficiency code. It's got nothing to do why it won't start. Okay, I cleared all the codes. Okay, so it's still got nothing to do why it won't start. So I would check for spark first. Um, Okay. You don't need to have fuel and spark testing happening at the same time. That's a recipe for a fire, which you don't want to have. Um, so a couple things you could do, though. You could cycle the key, and when cycling the key on and off, you could have somebody do that for you. Maybe have your ear back there by the gas tank and listen and see if you hear the fuel pump running. That would be just one quick test to do to see if it... I did everything except listen to it. Okay. So you could try that. Now, if you're going to check for spark, we have a spark tester. It's a... It's a I dis- do, too. Okay. Well, then hook it up, then. It's a disassembled spark plug, basically. So you want to hook, right. hook that up and put it to the ground. Don't do the fuel. First do the spark and see if you have spark. If you have spark, well... That eliminates the crankshaft position sensor, potentially eliminates a lot of things. Next thing would be fuel. What I would do, number one, you want to make sure that you have fuel in it. Um, You could, um, if you have a fuel pressure gauge, then you could tap into that gauge, but you're going to need something that reads in excess of 40 pounds. It's probably going to be a a gauge with a 60 or 70, 100-pound capacity. Uh, Got a hand one. Okay. Well, I don't know what a hand one means, uh, oh, okay. Robert. So they're all held in your hand. So um, whether whether it's one it's from an old from the car. Okay. Well, whether it's whether it's separated from uh, whether it's a carbureted one or they're all in your hand. My point is, you need to you can tee in and hook up. You need to be careful with fuel. You don't want to go the old redneck way and pop off the fuel line and crank the engine. See what come. See if any fuel comes out. So. We've got to make sure we've got fuel there somehow. Uh, you might be able to just disconnect the line, and if you're very careful, put that into a, a, a bottle, or uh, you shouldn't use glass, but uh, a plastic container away from spark, and, and, and just turn the key on. We should get some fuel, um, but we're assuming you have spark. And the other thing you could do, just go up into the side of the car and shake it. Sometimes what will happen, you hear me talk about tapping on a motor sometimes, maybe the fuel pump just 
stopped at a dead spot, and by you jostling and shaking the fuel around, that might just be enough to move that attenuator inside the fuel pump, and the car might start. But again, you got to have spark, you got to have compression, and you got to have fuel. So it's just a matter of which one of those things is missing. They all you might have none of that, or you might have not have spark and fuel. Then we're looking at a common denominator. If not, uh, again, you've got. Sounds like you've got the tools and a little bit of knowledge. So, it's got to get to work, get some testing done, and and, and figure it out. And and uh, good luck with you. I applaud you taking the time to try and figure out your car and and get it working. So, thanks for the call, Walter in Phoenix Nissan Titan pickup. Gosh, you don't see very many of those. What's going on with your Nissan today, Walter? Well, I basically when it's Cooled down here, I get a SLIP slip indicator, and off my brake light comes on. Mm-hmm. Nothing is wrong. Nothing seems to be a problem. But, uh, you know, I get this slip indicator on the dashboard right. like a warning light. Well, and it, but it seems to do it more when it's cold. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, I mean, it didn't do it at all this summer. It did it last, last winter. Uh, and it's beginning to do it again. Okay. Well, it's so it's an intermittent problem, which is difficult to find at times. But I believe what's happening there is that car is new enough where it's got stability control and driver control and, and to help you not be able to do a burnout, in other words, or so to speak, you know, to spin or slip the tires and lose traction. So what I'm going to guess um, – First, you got to get it to somewhere that can get that code. When that slip light comes on, it's going to set a code maybe in the anti-lock brake system computer or potentially in the PCM or the, the engine computer. Um, but I suspect what's happening is you've got a wheel speed sensor on each one of the wheels of the truck for the anti-lock brakes. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that one of those wheel speed sensors is giving a signal back to the computer telling it that the wheel is accelerating or moving much faster than it really is. It's giving it a false information, and so therefore the truck thinks that tire, like let's just say the right rear, um, you know, it, it's spinning. Let's say you're in water and you go to accelerate or turn, and uh, that right rear tire would be spinning faster than the left rear. So the computer thinks that's what's happening, so it's losing traction. So I'm going to guess that when that slip light comes on, are you also feel a reduction in power or acceleration? Uh, no. No, you don't. No, it just started up and started driving out of my neighborhood, and it stays on until, until the temperature comes up. Yeah. And I don't mean a truck. I mean of the day. Of the day. Yeah, and that sensor is not going to be related to engine temperature. That's going to be more in line with ambient temperature and the truck that the exactly. or the heat that the truck creates from braking and such. But if I'm throwing my money on the crafts table, I'm putting it on the square that says wheel speed sensor. Um, but first we've got to go in, and, like I said, see if there's any codes in the system and then go take a look in, at individual sensors. And then, again, you have to have an understanding of how that system works. So we're going to take a quick break. We've got, uh, it looks like Angel. We've got Rosa. We've got Brian all the way from Casa Grande. We've got Janet from Glendale. Lots of room and lots of time and text messages at 411-923. We'll be right back. Did you buy a lemon? If you've had repairs under warranty... 
your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com. That's hammerlemonlaw.com. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of h Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. And yes, that's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. to take a twist on this. There's something change with your car. You got a call. I'm the bad singer, and I know it. But six the car guy. 277-5827. I think we got plenty of people on the line here. So let's see. I don't think anybody bothered to shoot me text messages. What was the name of the shop again? I'm not sure. I'll have to find that one out on what that question was. If you sent that in that says, and what is the name of the shop again? I'm, I'm not sure. So... I'll, I'll double-check that text message, or you can resend the question to give it some more context. But Janet and Glendale, we've got Angel, we've got Rosa and Brian, and Janet is going to be first with her Mercury Cougar. Janet, what's going on? Well, I have a 1997 Mercury Cougar. I don't know what the engine size is or anything. The check engine light has been coming on off and on periodically for the past four years. They've changed out numerous sensors and so on. And my mechanic finally ran a smoke test, and he says that the grommets around the gas tank are leaking badly. Uh, Makes sense. And he seems to be having difficulty finding the grommets. And basically, my question is, if I replace the gas tank, would the grommets come with that? Well, that's a good question, cause I, and, I, and I'm not sure. I'm going to say 
that that Mercury Cougar probably has a, a steel or a metal stamped out gas tank, not a plastic or a composite one in that era. So I'm going to have to say that it probably does not come with the grommets. So it's not unusual to have those leak, but I would think if he can't find the grommets, he might have to buy the component that goes with the grommet. I mean, you know, that the grommet plugs into, and maybe that maybe that would be a way to get the grommet, although I don't think so. Um, and again, not knowing the shop and, and their um a level of expertise or their ability to really hunt down the parts. They've got to call the dealership for, doesn't have to be Lincoln or Mercury, just a Ford dealership, and you call them with the VIN number of the vehicle. And then first we need to find out if those grommets were ever available to buy in the first place. If they were, then they should have a part number. And then they would be able to tell you if that part number has been discontinued or not. And then, as I understand it, they have been discontinued. Okay, so if that's the case, then what I would do there's there's what they call obsolescence warehouses where they buy up all this inventory from dealers that's been on their shelves for years, and they buy it up and then they resell it. So if you can get those part numbers and then Google them, you might find somebody that's got some for sale in an eBay store or something like that. Short of finding those grommets, then that's where your auto mechanic needs to have some experience and and uh, you know we call it MacGyver something. You know, make something. Up. Up. If you, for those of you that weren't around in the '80s, you don't know who MacGyver is, but he can fix anything with a, you know, with a pair of needle nose pliers or whatever. He could come up with some solution. Well, but they're going to need to, they're going to need to seal up whatever those components are. So it might be a trip to Ace Hardware to find some some other kind of grommets that were designed for something else to be modified. Um, they might have to put some silicone sealant around there or something like a caulking or something that would that would seal that up. And he ought to be able to do all that on the ground and plug off all those all the other caps and then smoke test that and confirm it's fixed before he puts back together. That's just the problem with and that, I mean it's a ninety seven, yeah, it's an older car. Um but that's the problem. We see cars that are even 2007 where they have discontinued parts. So it's a challenge, real challenge, getting parts, especially uh, on older cars at times. So um, so really good luck with that, uh, Janet, and, and uh, hopefully your mechanic can, can just hunt down those parts for you, get creative, and get that fixed for you. So Rosa and Chandler's 2016 Lexus RX 350, nice little SUV there. How can we help you today, Rosa? Yes, good morning. Thanks for taking the call. <clears throat> so I took the car for the 65,000 miles checkup, mm -hmm. and they tell me that they found a timing cover starting to sip, and so they they told me that they need to take the whole engine out, mm -hmm. and they, they need to keep the car for three days. Okay. So I am calling you for for maybe verification of what is going on, and uh, so that is the first question. The second question is, my car also needs spark plugs. Okay, and they want a thousand dollars to replace the spark plugs. So my husband says that now that they have to take the engine out, it would be a good time to do the spark plugs, and maybe I could ask for a discount since the engine is going to be out already. And how do you feel about that? 
Um, excellent, excellent question. But let's back up to the leak first. And I would ask you, do you park your car in the same spot every day do you, at your at your house? Is it in the driveway or, or your complex where yes, you live? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's in the garage, yes. Okay. Is there any oil in the garage on the ground? You know, I have not checked for oil in the garage. In the, no, it's not leaking. No, my husband says it's not leaking. Okay. Well, there's your answer right there. That's an expensive repair. What 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 you said that caught me, there's two things. Number one, there's nothing on the ground. That doesn't mean that there's no leaks because a modern car has a lot of shields that protect things. What the other thing that you said in the very beginning of the phone call said starting to seep. If we fixed if we fixed every single car that had a leak that was starting to seep, we would have cars lined up seven miles down the road and we would be busy and forever. So starting to seep is not a leak. So I think right now this is when I'm slamming on the emergency brake and I'm done with wherever that was if they're making that suggestion. Um, we like to... What I would do in my shop, we'd probably just clean it off and say, Rosa, we'll see you in 5,000 miles again for your oil change. And and then we'll see how this leak progresses. Because if you're not getting a drip on the ground and you're not losing any oil between oil changes, uh, I'm not spending the money. That's a lot of money. Pull the engine out. You're talking you know, 15, 20 hours of labor. I know that job is a difficult job. That I'm I'm sure they quoted you four thousand dollars. I'm guessing three thousand dollars, maybe. Yes, they, they did. But the thing is that I have I bought the Lexus extended guarantee, uh-huh. so it's going to be paid for, and oh. the guarantee expires in twenty twenty five. So okay. I wait another year then. But well, I, mean, I don't I mean, know. <laughs> you've added another another element to that. Now, if they think that it's a bad enough leak. And they're going to get Lexus to cover it, and their conscience allows them to do that, and it qualifies, and and it and it, it will hold water, so to speak, if if uh, if they were to send an inspector or something out, then let them fix it and pay your hundred dollar deductible. I think that then down parlays into your question about having the engine out. So yes. Um, you should ask for a reduced price on the on the time on replacing the spark plugs. That car has a V6 engine, so the front spark plugs are very easy to get to. It's the rear spark plugs that are difficult, and you have to remove what's called the intake plenum to have access to that to the rear spark plugs. Well, when they're going to do the timing cover, they're going to have the plenum. They're going to have the intake manifold and the plenum off. I am 99% sure. So, yes, that would warrant a reduction in the cost. You shouldn't be paying for that overlapping labor uh, to do that with to, to change the spark plugs. There's, there should be a uh, a um, probably a reduction for some overlap there uh, with the spark plugs. Do you plugs. think that, uh, I mean, I know you don't have the whole answer, but it would be fair to say 50% of their labor is going to be less? Uh, I mean, without looking it up and fully, uh, you know, having that in front of me, I, I can't say yes or no. And you got to remember, they still have to warranty it. Spark plugs, I think, were due at sixty thousand on that car. They might not even be due till one hundred and five. So I would look at your owner's manual. I mean, severe service, they might be due at sixty. Um, but I don't know. But there certainly does not hurt to ask. Um, 
for that reduced price and tell them that you believe that since the engine's out and the procedure to repair that, that most of the work to do the spark plugs is already done and, and maybe there would be a minimal charge, $100 or something like that, plus the spark plugs. you got to remember the spark plugs are... Or expensive on that car, too. I think they're $30 a piece or something like that. So, Rosa, good luck with that. We've got to go. I hate to cut you off. I hope, I really, really hope that helped you. And, again, if it's not leaking real bad, maybe just pump the brakes, take a break for a minute, talk to them about it, have them show you. We love to do show and tell. Angel and Mesa, Brian and Casagrande, I'm going to take your phone calls off the air. Don't ever want to leave you hanging. Everybody, enjoy the World Series. Go Diamondbacks. Be safe on Halloween. Watch out for the kiddos. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.